Hey everybody, this is Madhav here from the Remote Marketing Podcast. Today we're going to talk about how to write a job description. This is for anybody who is looking to hire for a new role or anybody who just wants to learn the the best practices of or how I do how I write my jobs uh, and from what I've learned from other people or if you're just somebody trying to understand that right in the past couple of years i've written a couple of job descriptions for all of the roles that we've hired for and it started out as my first job description was you know like with with anything that you start with there's there's a very very bland piece of I mean, it just, it didn't have any power. And of course, because of that, I wasn't able to attract good job candidates. And that's the power of job descriptions, right? If you write a good job description, right, you will obviously attract the right kind of candidates. So you'll attract a higher volume of candidates or, you know, you will appeal to a certain set of candidates that you're interested in. And that's why writing a job description is really um, the key. But when I started out, uh, you know, from at least from you know what I've seen job descriptions you know of other big companies and everything they're pretty boring you know they're like oh you need seven years of experience in this industry and you know you need to have these these skills and you need to have a certain certification and all of that but that's the big cops and at least in the startup world and everything and especially the kind of people that you will be reaching out to that just doesn't work right um so with and then there's the angle of remote right because um, now you're trying to appeal to an even larger audience. You're not really appealing to a Silicon Valley audience or a Bangalore audience or a, you know, or a, you know, or a Parisian or a London audience. You're reaching out to the entire world. You've got to make the job description as, you know, as accessible for everybody um, as it makes sense. Right. So when you take all of these angles, um, and by the way, like. That's actually one of those advantages, you know, when you're when you're hiring remotely, you know, you get an access to, you know, people in rural areas as well in different countries and you have different options. The options are a lot more available. Right. Um, and so that's why it's super key to kind of write the right kind of job description. I mean, the job description is you selling your job to that ideal candidate. Right. Um, and, you know, despite you kind of reaching out individually to candidates or, you know, doing heavy promotion about it, if the job description in itself, it's, it's almost like content marketing. If the content itself is not good enough, right, you can promote it as much as you can. You're still not going to see people that stick. And that's the same thing with a job description. You got to almost, you know, um, face it with that kind of um, uh, tenacity. And there's a lot of people who do that well. But um, let me let me share things and how you can write a good job description. So first of all, you know, when while specifically writing the job description, right, you need to list out like real company initiatives that they'll be working on in the coming year, right? You need to give them that idea instead of saying, oh, you know, like, or taking it from some other person's, uh, you know, role, like, for example, oh, you know, you need to, you know, build a keyword strategy or, um, oh, you know, you need to report on whatever link building uh, or you need to do off page and on page link building. Um, and I'm talking about an SEO role for an affiliate thing. It'd be like, oh, you know, you need to find a lot of affiliates and, you know, do all of that. That's not 
the right kind of um initiatives list list exactly what the next 3 months or 6 months is going to be for them um when they kind of join the and the way it starts is you take a blank piece of paper and then you start writing down what you expect from this new hire um the second thing is um if this is a role that you the hiring manager you know you're partially doing as a team lead or maybe replacing someone else then you need to write out the day to the day to day duties of this job right now right for example when i hired for my seo manager recently i was doing a lot of the seo manager work right so i was you know i'd wake up at the start of the you know on a monday and look at how our you know keyword ranks are there or you know what our search traffic has been has there been an increase has there been a decrease if there's an increase you know i will look into why that has been and if there's been a decline then i will be like i'll try to figure out what that is and then report that to the company and obviously you know make some changes to my sprint to uh, do those things and then keep having like building processes in there and tell about everything that i'm working on right um and when you got put this in place right then it's a lot like you know that there's a lot of people in your kind of position doing this seo work so now it's very relatable right and you're uh, you know like for example one of the things that i i like probably one of the biggest challenges of an seo manager that i feel is that there is a gazillion things that you can work on right but you have the time and resources and the budget for just 10% so you've got to heavily heavily prioritize especially you know because we are um you know we are we don't have a lot of money to kind of spend out there we try to be very conservative with our uh, spend um as a company right so when you kind of go with that kind of approach you're going to and you explain that in your job description what you'll realize is that you will start attracting those kind of candidates the candidates you know who understand you know uh, the need to prioritize heavily who have a gazillion ideas and still are able to do that and who know that spend and budgets are a, are a thing and they're a constraint in certain companies and they've worked in those companies right so that's an example of you kind of explaining your day to day duties and this is again i'm right now not even talking about the actual time i'm talking for you to write all of this down at one place then the third thing is when you kind of write the job description it's very easy to kind of you know everything that's very specific to the company right and you'll be like oh you know we want someone who can do this to like for example in our seo role when i was hiring for the seo manager i was like um you know i need someone who's really experienced with seo but also has a running knowledge on other marketing channels and has some experience in youtube seo and can do a little bit of content marketing because that's the kind of person you want to hire the problem is the number of people then kind of fitting in that description becomes really really tiny so you're you're kind of doing harakiri to yourself you know you're um you're you want your job description to be as broad as possible um you should optimize you know for getting the maximum number of people to apply by making the description in the application super simple because the thing is that the more candidates you have then you can screen and ask more details later on in the process um you know once you have that you can't really filter out from stage 1 itself um i think those are kind of like my top 3 things in terms of job description now when you're writing the job description you're also kind of thinking about what's the right salary range for this role right um 
and this is a tricky one so i'm going to share the way i do it and then you can probably uh, add to add to it the way you like it right so the first thing that i do is i would look at the salary range for this role on glassdoor cora reddit search on google and kind of get an idea you know with this range uh, and this range can be you know very wide it can uh, especially because it's a remote role it can be really wide um and it can vary a bit based on country and experience but let's say for example um for an seo manager role i've what if like let's say the range that i found is 50k to 500k the best person the director of an seo charges 500k maybe and then um the junior most seo person who can do a manager work is charging 50k right so now you know what those um what that bar is you know in terms of um in terms of that now the next step you got to do is you got to narrow that by a bar by doing a little bit more research the glassdoor cora red all of these are good for information but they're not accurate in a lot of cases there um you know uh, there's a lot of things that are missed in that right um you need to first of all kind of think on your end what's the maximum you're willing to spend for this role um irrespective of the person's location you know so take into account um uh, the research and kind of step 1 as well as your own marketing budget and economics it's almost like this you know that you get a 50k ad agency you know they're able to bring in 250k additional revenue then that's profitable in itself right so what's the maximum you're willing to spend so you got to have your own internal salary range then the third thing is you need to um schedule interviews with a couple of candidates and the salary range thing just a heads up right um is not decided um i mean we i personally don't decide the salary range when i um you know before i start interviewing i actually figure it out while i'm interviewing so when i schedule interviews with a couple of candidates um i ask them their expected salary for this role and their current salary you know and this kind of helps me get a realistic idea of what's the right range for this role and kind of helps me see the bar of quality like someone who's really really good might be at this particular range and kind of helps me narrow it down that now from 50k to 500k it's gone down from 50k to 150k right um and i feel that this is the right way you'll understand how much is the right salary range for this role with a balance of market costs as well as your own budget when you're writing the job description the application itself should be very simple and shouldn't have too many questions right so simply it could be as simple as you know have a google form you know and then um ask very simple questions in there that you know um what's what's your biggest success um and how did you achieve that and why do you feel it is your biggest success um and then tell them that you know have they worked remotely and what's been their biggest learning and then um you know explain why they feel that a good fit for this role um these are good questions to ask and you know obviously but you can there are lots of good questions you can ask but you can't have six or seven questions because any good candidate it's not, i mean it takes a lot of effort on their part to kind of um answer so many questions and then later on realize that the salary isn't even a fit for them or the company isn't fit for them or them getting rejected it's a time investment so you got to be very mindful of their time being invested there right so you got to be um um you know uh you can so the way we do it uh, the best way and the most fastest way is um there'll be some general details we'll ask them what's their email where do they work give us your linkedin profile all of that and then we're going to do an async video interview where we're going to ask them that 
um, describe your process, you know, or how do you prioritize with all of these different things, um, or what is your project that they're most proud of, you know. Um, and then it could also kind of come out as, you know, like there are lots of these platforms like jobma.com, sparkhire.com, Vervo, um, where you can actually have like a small pre-recorded video of you talking to your candidates and explaining the company and the role a bit more to get them kind of excited. And then they kind of respond to that question, right? And then what you can do is that if the answers to their videos are good, you can then do a call to have a more free-flowing discussion and go over, go over their answers. That's a real good way to kind of speed up um, this interview process and kind of weed out the bad candidates or the, the misfit candidates. Um, and basically my process is this, that if I find somebody that's good, um, then I'll do a call with them. And if you know that's good as well, then they'll do a project with us and then all of that. It's something that you can talk about um, 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 like later on. But I'll again tell you one thing, you know, uh, that, that I'll keep, you know, saying this again and again. You want to optimize your job for getting as many people in as possible, you know, getting as much info about them as possible, but not having the info requirements be too heavy or push, you know, because that will push out the good people. So, yeah, um, I hope this was helpful. I hope this helps you get started with writing a good job description. I can share um, the our job description if you email me, and I'll um, I will I will send you a copy of my job description and the things that I had. Uh, basically, what our description was that um, you know a one sentence description about our company. Then there's what will you do, um, you know, and then like some six seven things that they they would do when they basically join and then there'll be you know um the this section about who will thrive in this role so these are more um people skills or like um more soft skills that we're basically asking for so um you know, are you a self-starter are you entrepreneurial um you know do you have the ability to prioritize are you inherently inquisitive um are you disciplined with your time and do you know what good content is and then um, and then there's like a absolute requirements list, which is basically, you know, got to be in as an SEO strategist for at least three years, you know, have one year of full-time remote work experience and deep knowledge of analytical tools and all of that. And then we list our perks, you know, um, and with perks, it's, um, it's almost like, um, you've got to, you can go overboard and list out all the perks that you have, but you need to basically understand there's 80% 20% of the job perks bring in 80% of the excitement for candidates. And you've got to find those 20% job perks. So from what I've found so far, um, for a remote team, it's basically this, right? That if there's a profit sharing or performance bonus, you list that. If there's an all expenses paid team retreat, you list that. Um, you know, um, if there's a policy of work whenever and where you want, um, then you list that. Um, you know, if you are very specific about work-life balance, list that. If you have a learning stipend, list that. If you've got an unlimited vacation policy, list that. These are kind of things that are almost to say the kind of things that candidates look for right now. And so I would urge you um, to do that. And then um, on the app, uh, and I think I would also urge you to kind of have um, an internal decision-making um, process. Um in there, you know, so have like a internal salary budget, 
um based on market data and you know how much we're willing to spend from what you've seen so far um with uh, with candidates and then um then there's define the interview process right what's the first round going to be how many rounds are going to be there what's going to be round 2 what's going to be round 3 and then you know define the exact questions and what needs to happen in those rounds right so in our case uh, the first round was um kind of like questions through an online hiring platform um and then there were certain parameters that we were checking in those questions and then the second bit was kind of getting on a one on one call with you know either me or like the ceo um either me or matt who's the ceo of bonsai um where we would kind of dig into some of their answers from their first application and then the third thing is kind of you know work on a case study or a paid trial to understand how that uh, goes and then once that is done we'd have like a final round where we do like a discussion of their case study or their trial um and then take a call if you want to continue and then do reference checks so that's that that's our process basically but yeah i hope this was uh this was a helpful episode to you there's obviously like with any other you know advice that i've given on any of the past episodes this is not this is not the perfect process everyone has a different way and i'm still learning i'm still kind of creating a version 2 of this which is an improved version of this process right so if you feel that there's something to add here or something that i should probably change you can email me at madhavetramortmarketing.org or tweet to me at the mad bhandari b h a n d a r i um and we can chat about it tweet about it direct message about it uh whatever that makes sense but yeah i hope you're having a great end of the year i hope you guys are you know you're planning for 2021 already um and you're reflecting on this year um very very strange year i hope you're reflecting on your personal life goals um and almost doing like a year in review reflection um so i will see you in a couple of weeks 